0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott.
1: And I'm suchin yeah, Here we go again. Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what just happened? The Oscars just happened? They did just happen. Rather than review the Oscars, though, I have a, I have a thought about Oscars in general.
1: Maybe I can review your thought.
0: Okay. What if... Rather, this year they they expanded the nominations to ten best picture nominees, yeah, why not just not have nominations and just have the academy voters uh vote for whatever movies and whatever actors they felt like and so conceivably somebody with fourteen <clears throat> votes could win or something like that and uh or like say they're on list voting, you know mm-hmm. uh and so I mean, say you list your top ten best actors or whatever then you get more of like, you know, this accumulation of things and it would turn out that some guy who didn't even know that, you know, his movie was being considered or whatever, gets best actor. Uh, I feel like you end up with a lot of, I don't know, like, like people make all these predictions. I guess there's this whole industry about predicting the Oscars and be like, oh, the people who are nominated, who gets what? And it's like, who maybe doesn't deserve it this year, but deserves it because of their last, you know, their career and whatever. And it's like, why don't you just get rid of the nominations?
1: I guess they were saying that about Jeff Bridges this year. I think he won for Best Actor, and mm-hmm. he was saying, like, not necessarily his best performance, Hmm. Or even the best movie, but it was almost like a career lifetime achievement award because he's been nominated like a couple times. Yeah, and it yeah. was sort of like a makeup. almost like in baseball. Have you heard of this? Like in baseball, like where if an uh, um, umpire messes up a call or something like that, oh, they'll give it, yeah. just like, oh, here's a strike for you. Or in, in football, if they miss a penalty, it's like holding. It's like nobody got hell Nobody got held, but it's like you, we yeah. owe you five. We owe you five yards. Here you go.
0: Yeah, though so that always makes things sloppy. Right. especially in baseball because then it's like from you know the fans point of view or just an objective viewer it's like well now you've gone and blown two calls right you know that does not make a right
1: but it's funny because a lot of times the, the announcer will be like oh yeah that's just what's going on it's like oh that's just the way it is you know it's, Yeah. but anyway back to the Oscars um, oh, we can ditch the Oscars quickly. no no it's, it's interesting over. because it's almost like this uh, that's true of a lot of sort of elections or any sort of like picking or choosing there's always nominees right it's always like this like i mean just for example why do we vote for two people for the presidential election right Mm -hmm. republican democrat that's all we have i mean of course there's the green party and the national you know reform party and the independent voters and the peace and freedom peace and freedom and who knows what else but you know and there's those things but in the end it's usually just between two major candidates and those mm. are the, the very large vote getters right You've got
0: you've got your Republicans you got your Democrats and you got your guys who aren't going to win <laughs> right, <It's>, right. Uh, <laughs> you, it's, I mean like, if you are concerned about being on a winning team <laughs> do not go with one of the independent parties. <laughs>
1: Unless you live in, like, lefty San Francisco or Berkeley, where I think we have a couple of Green Party people on the... Yeah,
0: app. but I mean, on the, on the big elections. Right, on the, right, you, are, right. you are not going to feel like a winner.
1: Well, it's <laughs> the same thing, same thing with the uh, Oscars, I guess, right? It's like... Uh, and I guess the reason they have to have it is like because in order to win any sort of election, you need to sort of get this plurality, this sort of, like, group force behind you. A momentum. Whereas, like, if you have a bunch of people voting for a bunch of different people who have different ideals or like merits, mm-hmm. it sort of like fractures everything, right? Nobody really believes in what they're voting yeah, for. Yeah, but then
0: no, no, I don't, I don't buy that. But I would say that's where that sort of uh, uh, list voting comes in. Uh, I might be using the wrong term, but it's well, then where it's you instant,
1: rank like instant runoff kind of. Uh, yeah.
0: Or, yeah, yeah, the instant yeah. runoff. You rank your your uh, your candidates or your favorite actor, or your favorite movie, or whatever, and I think that that. I mean that that would really help and and taking it now from the Oscars into the politics thing I have a feeling like now with the internet being what it is and being so accessible information being so accessible and stuff like that I feel like the the there is going to be a shift away from the political party machines and I I think it's happening on the right wing with the Tea Party thing you know I the the Republican Party is going to try and sort of co-opt that and, you know, I'm not saying I agree with what the Tea Party things are saying or whatever, but the Republican Party as this entity, this basically like this financial entity, is going to try and like grab that Tea Party thing. But I have a feeling that the people are going to be like, no, you know, we're doing, yeah. we're sort of staying our, our, our own way. And, and there's enough communication between just random people and stuff like that over the Internet that you can start something totally different.
1: You know, I I, I, uh, I see what you're saying, but uh, I had this... Let me just throw this out there and see if it changes what you say at all. All right. Uh, you know, I've only been alive a short amount of time in terms of how many presidential elections I've, like, witnessed mm-hmm. and sort of, like, been able to sort of, like, understand. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this happened just 20 years ago or whatever with Ross Perot. Like, the exact same yeah, thing where it's, like... Yeah,
0: but there was... The, it wasn't... Oh, I'm sorry. Can you Finish your thought.
1: I was just going to say, like, the Republican Party has sort of identity crisis every so often it feels like at least twice Mm -hmm. as far as I can remember where it's like no we're conservative we stand for fiscal responsibility and common sense and this and that right and then they sort of get away from that somehow or they think they've gotten away from it which is what I think these Tea Party people think they've gotten away from it well they
0: certainly did with the Bush years
1: well and that but the, the ironic thing is the Tea Party people are rebelling against Obama
0: Right, Which is right. funny
1: to me, you know, or at least yeah. I don't, I mean, I I don't think anybody inside or outside of the Tea Party understands what the Tea Party stands for, because right. they're all a bunch <laughs> of, like, people who are just angry
0: for right. no reason whatsoever, right? Well, or for unidentifiable or, or vaguely identified reasons.
1: Right, and it's like, it's funny that all this anger is coming out against the Obama administration when it's like, this is all stuff that might, you know, happened over the last eight years while you were watching, you know, like... Uh, american idol or whatever it is you were doing in the last eight years because i don't know how you missed all this stuff you know like the astronomical debts and the absorption of power and the mistreating of people and the two wars and all this stuff it's like that stuff happened you know and i don't know where you where you were or what you were doing but you know it's not like the administration that's only been in power for one year Mm -hmm. like we didn't Mm -hmm. do this in one year well
0: then uh uh point 1 i think on on the every 20 years the republican party has the sort of identity crisis or whatever i mean that that might be the case but what i'm saying is different than that it's not just the republican party i think that the same thing will happen on the on the democratic side and i think that that the notion of political parties and what what it'll take is someone to really sort of stand up as a powerful independent that just attracts people to the candidate rather than the party platform and who's, who says, you know, I am running for whatever governor of a major state, New York or California, as an independent and winning that. And the, the tool that they can use most to their advantage, that'll make that possible, is the internet. And then, uh, what, were, what were we saying there? Oh, the Tea Party, the oh, what have they been doing sort of thing? The thing, what I gather from them is that they are not, I mean, they... They are the media entity almost. You know, they're they're the they're the people who watch the you know Fox News. See, I didn't want to say Fox that. But News, Fox News adopts them, and they sort of like they're sort of tied to the Republican Party,
1: but they're sort of at the same time. And that was why I went not. with American Idol because I didn't want to necessarily indict them. Because, I mean, it's like... So, indict Fox News? Well, or indict anybody T-Barden? who watches Fox News, it's easy to say, well, you're an idiot because you watch Fox, Fox News. But I, I just wanted to say, like, you were not paying attention. You mm-hmm. know, like, you, maybe you could have been watching CBS News with Dan Rather and Katie Cork and, like, you know, Tom Brokaw or whoever, and you just didn't realize what was going on. But it's like, somehow, you just weren't paying attention. Maybe you're watching Fox. Maybe you watched something else. But for the last eight years, I don't know where you were, but these things happened. You know, and it's like, you know, whether you watch Fox News or not, if you're anti deficit and anti, you know, like debt, then there's, I don't even, okay, I haven't watched Fox News, but there's no way Fox News could have glossed over all that debt. They mm-hmm. just spun it correctly, you know, but it's like, if you are really such a deficit hawk, when you hear deficit, you should have a problem. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like, that's it. I mean, and, and they have so called opinion note shows on there, and every once in a while they have a liberal come on and they get yelled at, it. but the liberal does manage to get in the word debt you know, or like budget or something like that. And if you hear that word, if you're so-called deficit hawk or, or freedom hawk or Patriot Act opponent, then it's like, you know, how can you really look the other way? Mm-hmm. It's just that, okay, now there's a Democrat in the, in, in the White House and the, they control the Senate and they control the House and yeah. healthcare. You know, it's like, okay, now I'll be angry.
0: <laughs> you know, YouTube, Facebook, MySpace, whatever... You can put yourself out there and people will find you. you know, people are always, for some reason, people find these little cartoons that are like, I am on my horse. My horse is amazing. Right. You know, and It's
1: like, so, well, how did people find that in the first place? Who found that? Yeah, but I think it's kind of turning into this sort of like, uh, it, you, I think you've said it before, uh, or at least you've made fun of me off, off air, as it were, <laughs> for my lack of attention span. span. I think the internet is like enabling or disabling our attention span abilities. You know, and it's becoming this sort of shout fest because you really can put so much content out there, and it's like by putting p- uh, your content out there, it's almost like drowning out the competition just by putting it out there. And mm-hmm. the more and more you push, the more and more flashy your ads or like catchy your jingles, or you know, like divisive your words. You know, the more the next four years, they're gonna have to trump it up a little next. Right. Know? But
0: and, I mean, I think I think ultimately, I have I have some faith that. Uh, people ultimately will will find a an actual message as opposed to just rhetor- rhetoric, right? You know,
1: I, I guess you're
0: hopeful. Yeah, I would say I would say that you know, uh, you could watch whatever. I mean, whatever the the short attention span thing is. Uh, if if you're trying to make a decision, you are you know, if if you're just there to entertain yourself, yeah, you will just be like, okay, this video didn't grab my attention. This video didn't grab my attention. But if you're saying, Okay, I'm about to make a decision about something, even if all you have is a hundred two minute videos, you know, you're gonna you're gonna I mean you might not watch a hundred two minute videos, but you'll you'll watch some and you'll try and gather actual information to help your decision.
1: But if there's a hundred opponents or if there's a hundred nominees or, or forget it, nominees, a hundred people who have entered the race, who do you go with? You well, have to, I mean those at some point those things gather momentum, like the look at my horse uh, thing. but see that's what that's why we have nominations that's why we have nominations, so that we don't have to whittle through a hundred different things and and hope we didn't miss something
0: well right? no but it's it's not like i mean this is in essence it's uh it's an unofficial nomination, you know just because things gain momentum it, i'm what I'm saying is you don't need the structure right the and and I feel like the structure sort of muddles things. You can just let it happen organically, and you'll end up with them. You know,
1: but I think, in a sense, when you have it happen organically, that's what you get. We have what we have right now because it happened organically. Because they came up these nominees, these nominate, these nominees for whatever party or whatever came up through the organization. The Democratic National Committee found the best candidate, whittled it down. They the primaries. Right, they had like you know usually in the primary s- season there's like ten or twelve different candidates. They have all sorts of like debates and like you know discussions about the platform and what it is they want to do with the country, blah blah blah. And then in the end, boom, this is our candidate.
0: Yeah, but you're only starting with that small pool. You're starting with a small pool of people who are in that system. You do. And what you what you have otherwise uh, out in the internet is you have the you know the pool is anybody.
1: Right, but I mean the thing is. On a national stage, you're not going to get, just get a dark horse coming out of nowhere because they need experience, right? It's usually oh, yeah. the people running for pre- the president or, you know, even for a larger national o- office like uh, like governors of, of larger states or, I mean, not larger state, any state, you have to have some sort of prior, like, this is why I, I should be nominated, mm. you know? So it's usually going to be some rich guy... Or some current politician, or whatever. It's not just going to be some guy who had his own business that nobody knows about, right. right? He has to have some sort of presence already, which is already a nomination process in itself, in itself, right? And then he has to get people to know him so they can give him money and so he can pay for the thing, right? Unless he's independently wealthy. Well, no, but I mean, what I'm saying is that you don't need that step. It, well, I mean, that step becomes much less important with the internet. But it does. And it, the name is super important. I think the name, of course, is important. But I mean, that's that's all. That's what I'm saying. It's like oh, you mean need, the
0: name of the party? The name of the this person. Is,
1: oh, of course, yeah. And I mean, the videos themselves are not gonna. I mean, it's like, the, when you when you have a hundred people, you're gonna like click on the links of the people you know, right? And if it's just some guy, who how has, did like, you
0: get that? Look at my horse video,
1: dude. The look at my horse video. I so it was on some like website, so, but, and you clicked on it. No, but at I some mean, point, what, at some
0: point, it came to you and you clicked on it, even though you had never seen it or heard. No, of it No, but I went to an
1: aggregator website. You know, I went to like a website that had links that I should pay attention to. You know, okay, I didn't but just like somebody,
0: go, somebody found somebody that. Somebody did it for me,
1: right? Right, and that's what would happen. But that's a nominating committee now, right? That's no, just, but it's yeah, but it's it's much
0: more just sort of unorganized, unofficial, unorgan or much more organic. That is,
1: I think. What I guess what I'm saying is like these national... and it's more open these national committees in a sense are open like you can join them you can join the De- democratic national party or even the democratic party in your local area participate in the debates and discussions or whatever like i mean there's a lot of people who do that stuff and those are the guys who do those are the people who do the footwork for all this sort of like uh, long drawn out nomination process
0: well Okay, I mean, I, I, I don't deny that that's how it works. I, but I just, I'm saying that I, I can see it changing drastically.
1: Well, I guess, I guess time will tell. Maybe in 10 years we'll, like, yeah. uh, do a... Uh, but I just feel like what I'm saying... Well, okay, you say it's different because the Internet is, like, such a potent opportunity for change. It's it's a tool for communication. Right, which is, like, kind of new, obviously. Yes. And it's going to change the game. Yeah. And what I'm saying is... I think this is sort of like human nature is that too much choice is too much for us to sort of like handle mm-hmm. and commu- technology or not like we need somebody to sort of give us choice otherwise it's like choice paralysis. And I think people want choice but they don't want too much choice. Mm. I want choice but not too much choice. Like sometimes you know it's funny because I'm vegetarian mm-hmm. and whenever I go to a restaurant I almost like being vegetarian because there's only three things I can choose from. You know, you go to any restaurant, it's like meat, 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 not meat, 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 not meat. Okay, I'm going to have two choices here. Uh, Do I want the lasagna or do I want the ravioli? Ah, ravioli. Okay, cool. Done. You know, it's like whereas like people are taking, my other friends are taking forever to order, right? But when I go to a vegetarian restaurant, like, because there's a lot of them in the city, you know, and you go to a vegetarian restaurant, you're like, oh my God. I've never been able to choose from, like, 18 different things before. What do I do? Look, and it takes me forever to order, right? It's like some people, like me, want just this much choice. Mm. You know, and I think, like, even when you, like, it helps, like, when you buy a car that, you know, you only want this sort of car because I need a car and you usually have a, a purpose. Like, okay, I want to carry the kids around. Or I want to go off-roading. Or I want to go to the mountains. Or I want to, like, I want to, you know, this, that. But I if, can like, you also have... Also be a submarine right then you have to get that kind of car right but if it's like a rental car or if it's just like here's ten thousand dollars or here's like i guess you need more than ten thousand dollars here's fifty thousand dollars go buy whatever car you want then it's like oh my god what kind of car would i buy there's so much choice you know and i think people don't like choice that's why we have these nominations that's why people want to know what their options are and like you know these oscar nominees it's fun because it brings in Pictures that are in the fold, but not too many pictures, not too many like movies. Otherwise, it's like, oh, I haven't seen this and I haven't seen this and I haven't seen this. With 10, you can see all of them and not like be overwhelmed with all the choice.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. The structured order, the sort of Thomas Hobbes approach Whoa. or the anarchist approach to Oscar voting. Uh, right in with your opinion. <laughs> irregular search for truth, irregular search for truth at oscar at
1: oscar.com no <laughs> at gmail and you better vote for me or else I'm going to put the hurt on you oh that's because the hurt locker won yeah <laughs> great oh have you seen these these uh, commercials for uh, Metro PCS uh, I know that they? you don't watch a ton of TV but it's like uh, it, I personally don't like them but it's like two Indian guys and it's like welcome to Tech oh, and Talk. yeah, yeah. I'm chat with like Chad and Ranjit, yeah. and like they have like really heavy Indian accents. Do you
0: find that offensive?
1: I, I do, kind of. I'm like a little bit like, what is going on here?
0: Yeah, and then they have a white kid on a scooter.
1: Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And it's like Tech and Talk with Chad and Ranjit. You know, and it's like today Metro PCS. And I'm, and you know what? It's funny. I can't even do an Indian accent very well. Oh wow. I, I just, I don't know. I can't. I try to. I just. I don't even sound as good as Apu on Simpsons. I sound worse <laughs> than that. So, like, I try to every once in a while because, like, I want to do the commercials. So I can tell you what about it. But it's just, it's, what is that commercial about? And how is that, like? I don't know. Nice. I don't know. But
0: it is, it is kind of offensive, I think. And, and, but the this interesting thing is that uh, 15 years ago, uh, if they had made that offensive commercial, it would have been uh, Asian Guys. I guess Indians are Asian guys, but like, right, uh, right, like, right, You know,
1: uh, Chinese or the or Indian Slumdog. stock is rising. Yeah, yeah, thanks to yeah. Slumdog Millionaires. It's a real as a well, as, it's Mumbai and the call centers, my friend. Right, right. <laughs> uh, as a an in one of my future in laws' aunts said to me at one point, "Well, it's it's becoming pretty popular." <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, "Oh, like where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, you know, from the Bay Area." She's like, "Oh, but." you know, where are you? <laughs> <And> i <I'm> like... <laughs> She's from the older generation. Huh? I was like, oh, no, but I'm Indian. She's like, oh, that's a pretty popular like, thing these days. You know, like, Slumdog
0: Millionaire and all that stuff. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, I thought she was referring to the fact that there's like a billion well, people in India. No, no, I think... Like,
1: I think it's... Indians are sort of like on a national stage. They're becoming right, more and more... Right. I think what's happening is uh, it's like sort of maturing. Mm-hmm. Our uh, Our brand is maturing, as it were. Like, we laid the seeds... About 30 years ago, when I was born. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> and those uh, that crop is is reaping. We're reaping. It's ripening. Well, like you reap the you rewards. You reap the the harvest. Exactly, exactly. But the crop doesn't reap. No, no, no. We're reaping the crop. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, and maybe maybe even just like a couple years before me and a couple years after me, like that sort of era. I think these people, the first generation or the second generation, whatever you want to call them, the firstborns. Let's put it that way. Okay. They're sort of, like, branching out from the engineer, doctor, lawyer genre, Mm. as it were, and, like, branching into, like, you know, the arts and to entertainment and to, you know, media and things like that. Mm. We have, like, people like uh, Aziz Ansari and the guy from The Daily Show, uh, Asif Asif Manvi. So uh, is he Indian? I, I think he might be something else, but I, the subcontinent <laughs> is what I'm talking he about.
0: He might be something else. He might be. He might be one of those other races. <laughs> no, We're no, he's sure.
1: He's one of the race. He's just like you know, but the South, the South Asian sort of like as opposed to the, the Any,
0: anywhere between the Caucasus and uh, and like Indochina.
1: Right, right, okay. and you're you're getting more and more brown people on TV, as it were. I don't really care for that term, but that's that's what it is. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like like I said, those two people I mentioned, and then there's uh, a couple other movies, like the guy from Office Space. If you remember that guy, oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, there's a couple other reporters now that are on TV, and then you'll see like uh, you know, there's Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's big. Kyle Penn, apparently he's going to be a president. There's the governor of Louisiana. Bobby Jindal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, the governor of... Uh, well, and he speaks with a Louisiana accent, so yeah, that's like... Yeah, I mean, like even, and
1: that's you know. the thing, is he's. it's like, that's the thing, right? It's funny, because uh, on that show, uh, Parks and Recreation, Aziz Ansari is on there. Okay. And he grew up in South Carolina on the show. But I think he actually did grow up in, a, you know, South Carolina. And part of his act is like, people are like, hey, man, what's going on? And then he says, oh, not much, how are you And he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you talk like that? It's like, because I'm from South Carolina. It's like, yeah, 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 I know, but where are you from? No, 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 I'm from South Carolina. Just like, I'm from California. Like, that's where I'm from. You know how, like, you are, like, um, German, You like, and your family is German, or, like, you're Italian, and you're from New York? That's because you're from New York, and I'm from California, and I'm Indian. It's the same thing, except that I don't look like other Americans, I look like a brown person. You do look like other Americans.
0: Like many other Americans. But you know what? You're unique. <laughs> and special,
1: too. <laughs> well, that's been a very life-affirming story. Like, wow, I'm getting all weepy right here. Uh... I think though it is it is kind of interesting
0: and and I you know going back to that commercial I sort of saw it I was like wow that is kind of yeah that's I mean like that's that's kind of blatant racial stereotyping. And right I wonder
1: if those actors who were in it like I I wonder what their deal is like, yeah I mean because you know and I I think like even you know the Asians even back like in the in the nineties and maybe the eighties there was always like the sort of like really stereotypical asian guy
0: oh well in the in do you remember in those in the 80s movies i guess it was it was it was even more so you know yeah, like yeah. it was like uh it was the kid in goonies who had all the tech right, gadgets right, and right, stuff right like what that. was his name and, uh his name was data
1: right 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 right, right. <laughs> yeah. and you wonder if he was actually that chinese that he spoke like that or no, whatever well, he
0: definitely wasn't because i saw. I remember seeing that kid in a lot of other stuff
1: you just played it up right yeah. and it's like is that a he, just, you know, he
0: was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom
1: oh yeah a short round right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
0: call him Dr. Jones it's like oh man do you think Spielberg was like hey can you sound more uh, you know you know
1: Spielberg is I mean like I think going back and watching his movie he, he plays into a lot of like sort of like uh, cliches I think oh yeah a lot of cliches yeah. whereas like I think when I grew up I was like oh you hear Spielberg and you're like oh wow he's like the best director ever and it's like he makes really popular movies that are fun to watch but that's because they rely almost exclusively on cliche yeah, yeah uh, actually if you think about Temple of, D- of Temple of Doom that was also a horribly like cliche like stereotypical that's true it, had. I mean, it was oh, in India I was mean, just like no, that was really bad because I mean, when I watched that I'm like I don't like I was a kid when that came out and I just didn't even understand what was going on I was yeah. like and there, I think there was one scene where like he's like Kali right well that right, Kalima you know, but, um. Kalima Shakti Deh! Wow, you really, uh, you got that. <laughs> and then there are the guys waving their hands
0: back and forth. Woo-ha! And he puts his hand in his heart. Oh, that was all, I'm never going to India. That man. was all very confusing for me, you, you can know. Get your heart pulled out. I don't actually remember any of the English lines from that movie. Okay. <laughs> they were probably really bad. Well, Shorty, sure, you've seen well, that one. Oh, okay. Okay, so he, he said some stuff in. <laughs> he spoke in pidgin English. It was, uh, it was a different. But that, no, that kid, you know, of course, he was an, uh, an American kid, grew up in America. Right, they just, right. They were just like, hey, can you sound like, you
1: know, here's $100,000, Yeah,
0: your grandfather. <laughs> and I'm sure it was, you know,
1: of course I'm going to do that for $100,000. Yeah, so I wonder what, like, Chad and uh, Ranjit think about that. Because I, I don't know, it's not a very, like, positive. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's also, it's a positive sort of, like, it's a portrayal image. Because it's like, okay, these guys are smart. They know about technology. But it really, but...
0: It really fits a stereotype. Right. In. Or you know what? It's, it's not even... It's more than fitting a stereotype. It's building a stereotype. Which I think is is sort of where you could get into uh, even murkier water. You know? It's like... Uh, I think that there's... Uh, the, I mean, the, think of Apu from The Simpsons,
1: right? Right. You know,
0: or or something else like the the Middle Eastern and through through the Indian subcontinent stereotype from thirty years ago, from when we were kids, was like what cab driver,
1: right? Well, know, and, uh, I mean seven
0: eleven owner, seven eleven guy. Yeah, I mean, and and now station. it's now it's you know, doctor, tech guy, engineer. Whatever. Oh, but I
1: think it's always been like that. Also, I Has think. It? I mean, I, th- I mean, I think so. I don't know, but I mean, I think so. I don't. I, I think it's been all those things. Okay. I think it's, and it, I think it's still ta- cab driver and taxi driver. Well, Apu and, got his Ph.D. making a uh, computer punch cards. Well, that's always us. the funny joke, right? <laughs> and, but I mean, that's that's a joke for anybody. It's like it, Russians and like East Eastern Europeans. It's always like no. in Romania, I'm nuclear physicist. <laughs> in America. I'm Taxi driver, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah. all right, that's funny, you know. I mean, but it's, I think, like, every and there's always like the doctor in India or the famous surgeon who has to come here and like be a hotel manager or something like that because they mm-hmm. can't get a license or something. I mean, I think that sort of thing has been going on for a while,
0: but. though. Hotel management is a respectable position, and I think they earn a lot
1: of money. You think so? <laughs> I think so. I, don't I think know. you go to school to study hotel management. Well, I think it depends on. Just like everything, it depends on the hotel you're managing. That's true. I think if you're managing like the Motel Six on the way, well, to, like, that's not a hotel, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're, even if you're managing the Holiday Inn and you're on, you know, on the way to Sacramento, it's a it's a step. It's a it's step. It's a step in the it's, hotel it's, management well, you know, ladder. Everything, everything is a step. That's true. As long as it's a step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not a step in a pile of turd. All right. Well, with that step. <laughs> Do we, did we get any emails that we should respond to? No. No, of course not. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, people. This is the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. I'm Sachin. Thank you, and good night.